We watched Woodlawn. We're going to get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, we're so excited to have you. Just a couple of notes. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off, although either of those things could happen. And if they do, we want to know about it. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you definitely don't need to believe to belong. You can join the conversation at Dropping Sunday on all the things. Hey, Andrea. Yeah. How's your heart? It's fantastic. Yeah? Yeah. It's a long week. It, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's very, very long. Yeah. It was my first week back in the office after my long trip. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's real. I didn't even think about that. It was real challenging. And you come back and I had something like every single night. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, <laughs> I, I don't you know what you're talking about. <laughs> you understand, right? Like all of a sudden it's, I'm like, was I this? Busy before I left? You were. I was. You, you were. You I were. was. But I you just, just had 10 days of... You got on that California time, I baby. I did. I was fine. like, just chilling. That's good. Doing whatever I wanted. And then I got back and it's like, I got to like I'm, I'm, I gotta go to work at yeah. a set time yeah. every day. And anyway. Yeah. I, I, every, every night this week, I had something mm-hmm. going on, including uh, Friday night. I, I had a, um, me and a couple of friends, we went to a comedy show. Okay. Uh, we went to a, a, a comedy concert. I don't know if it should be called. It's a comedy show, comedy but it was in like a theater, you know? Uh-huh. So yeah. it, like, it wasn't like, um, you know, four top table in a dark room. Like it was a theater okay. situation. And so there, there, there was these people that were sitting in front of us and they kept taking pictures. They kept taking like selfies. And because of where I was sitting, I was in every selfie and I didn't like, and and here's the thing we've talked, I think we've probably talked about the show before. I loved doing photo bombs before it was a thing, right? Right. And in middle school, I would go to Six Flags and see people with their little paper cameras, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the, yeah. By the way, that was my thumb doing the, um, the, the winding Mm -hmm. thing on the paper Kodak camera. It's an audio, audio medium. You're welcome. Hey guys, uh, you're wonderful. Uh, and thank you for not yelling at me. And then you have to take that and like drop it off at Eckerd's. Eckerd's. Oh man. (laughs) And then a week later you see your pictures from. And and, you just hope that some of them came out. Right. Right. And you get doubles because you might want to give one to somebody, uh, and share that picture. And so, uh, I would love just going into like seeing groups of people and just like Mm -hmm. getting in. And because, you know, how great is that? A week later, you're like, who's that kid, right? Who's that guy? Because um, I've always been a large fellow, so I'm definitely going to stand out. So I can always kind of like sneak large into the back fella. and like, and like hey, you know, hover around. Uh, you know, we love it when people hover. And so, um, so here, uh, I finally was just like, hey, would you guys mind? Uh, the, the people in front of me, they understood at that point. I'm doing a bit behind them right. and I, I'm trying to do a different face and everything. And, and they enter, turn around and introduce themselves. We're having mm-hmm. a conversation. Would you guys mind taking another one? Just getting the whole group as uh, in the selfie. And so that's, that's what they did. <laughs> and I'm showing Andrea the picture now. Um, so these guys that the, and, and those guys, uh-huh. uh, that's us in the background. Um, yes, I, I recognize those people. Though you recognize those people. And so they sent that to me after the show. Okay. Oh, they texted it. You gave them your number. I, I said, Hey, would you mind sending that to me? I would love That's to have hilarious. that. And, um, and he's like, yeah, sure. No problem. Hands me his phone. And I literally texted it to myself, but it was a green bubble. <clears throat> uh, yeah. yeah. You're with me. And so I didn't get it until we, we, we left. And mm-hmm. so at nine 58, uh, I, the picture comes through and I text him, um, back, read those words. <laughs> 
To, to love read, you. Love you. I wrote love you to a complete stranger who just sent me a picture. Do you even know his name? No clue. Zero Got clue. It. Zero clue, my guy. And he uh-huh. replied back. Love you. Love you too. <laughs> love you too. Pretty sure he's your like BFF. I bro, I mean, we went hot tubbing. I don't know what happened. <laughs> That's <laughs> so funny. So it's been a good week. It's I been a good that. week. That was uh that was a late night uh, last night and then this morning I got up and watched Woodlawn. And uh, that's what we're talking about today. Yes. All right, let's get into it as quickly as we can. I'm I'm hoping that you have uh have a synopsis as of is our course, custom. Of course I do. All right, here we go. I'm hoping you have a good song. Well, we'll see. The background. It's only 48 seconds. You better start reading. Okay. When Woodlawn High School in Birmingham, Alabama is controversially desegregated in 1973, Tony Nathan, a gifted black high school football player, joins the school's predominantly white football team along with several other black players. The coach, Tandy Geralds, tells the team to use their shared anger to unite them, but black and white players clash on and off the field. After a riot at the school, Geralds consents to allowing traveling sports chaplain Hank Irwin to speak to the team as a motivational speaker. Hank's speech moves nearly the entire team to accept Hank's invitation to commit their lives to Jesus Christ and join together in prayer. Geralds does not accept the invitation and is unsure what to make of the event. Okay, you made it. You made it just in time. Well done. Uh, Okay, I need to take a deep breath. Yeah, I guess I should have. Uh, I guess I should have picked a longer song. I apologize. <laughs> it's all right. Sometimes your synopsis is like football in Alabama, and that's it. Which would have been appropriate for this. Also, movie. also been appropriate. So, all right, tell me your thoughts on uh, on the movie. Well, first of all, let's let's just go ahead and, and get a few things out there. Sure. Uh, this movie is not new. It came no. out in 2015. Yep. Um, we watched it because I uh, accidentally paid for a Pure Flix subscription for another year. Yep. And so we've got to do something to make that money worth it. Right. So we watched, we picked a movie on, on Pure Flix to watch. And uh, I sent Seth a few options and he said, yep. I don't care. Just pick one. And you picked the sports movie I sp- because I, you're a sucker for a football I movie. The feel good sports movie because, let's be honest, that's my favorite genre yeah. of all time. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, by the way, when I said pick whichever one you want, what I really meant was I'm okay watching Woodlawn. Oh, go right. ahead and pick. Go ahead and pick. That I'm glad one. you knew that. I'm yeah, glad yeah, you no, you knew. Yeah, I knew I was when going I um, when I sent that to you. So you um, so. The first thing that stood out to me in the opening credits was um, this is a real bummer of an intro. Oh man, like it's real heavy. I, it's 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 super heavy. It's almost as heavy as the heat in this room right now. <laughs> Let's turn the AC back on and just our our pod listeners can just suffer. Is that okay? It Through- got real hot real fast, bro. Like the, this movie, it really does start. so Super heavy. No, you bring it back in. Bring it trying, back in. Okay. I'm trying to rein it in. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, movies start super heavy talking about like the civil rights movement and the forced integration of schools in Birmingham, Alabama. Yes. It does a thing that every Irwin Brothers movie does. Right. I don't think we've mentioned this was. If this was done by the Irwin Brothers. Done by the Irwin Brothers, yeah. This is something that every Irwin Brothers movie does. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Every moment sets the table to make a life-changing impact 
you just say the right line with the right music. Everything. It's very, very intense. And so you get that a lot. There is Mm -hmm. not a lot of light moments in this at all. And I do think that's probably the thing that this movie needed was that there was no real charm in the movie. Yes, I would agree. You you know what I'm saying? Like there was nothing that was like, oh, okay, that made me feel good. Even like a bunch of kids getting saved. I was like, that was heavy. Yeah. Like everything was like, like adversarial and, and a fight. Yeah. Yeah. So like if we, let's compare it to its, um, non pure flicks. Sure. Version. Yeah. Which is remember the Titans. This is just remember the Titans with an altar call. Correct. Yeah. Um, and a sermon and a sermon. Yes. And a magical black man. Well, I guess Remember the Titans. And then also, I mean, it has all the things. It has all when the things. When we get to the end of the show and we start asking the questions, the answer is yes. It yes. has all the things. Yes. All right, go ahead. Um, so, but if we look at Remember the Titans, yeah. that had, it had some of the heaviest moments and then turn around and they're singing in the locker room yeah. to each other. You yeah. know? And it just, it breaks that up. Um, you know, we, we talk about... Um, when we're planning a service at, at our church, you know, you, you, it's got to ebb and flow. Yeah. Like you can't, it can't just ramp up to this intensity and then stay there for two hours. Yeah. Which is what this movie basically does. There, it, there were a handful of, of like one liners. Yeah. Like, you know, when, when, you know, I guess when Tony, by the way, what's his name? Tony Nathan. So, uh, are you the only, or do, am I, I'm, I I might be the only one. Those are words. One of those was words. One of those was one of those was words. I don't know. I do not know how to speak. But one of when the coach was like Nathan, Nate, I was like, his name's Tony. I, are you really? You don't know his name? One hundred percent. I was like, I don't even know his name. They That's never why esta- he didn't come. They, they, yeah, they they never established his name as Tony Nathan no. until that point. So um, you know when they're trying to get Tony like hooked up with uh, with Johnny, uh, the yeah. girl, you know, or when uh, Coach Bear Bryant. Who's played by John Voigt? John Voigt. John Voigt. Uh, when Bear Bryant comes in and he sits down at the table and he's like, "You gonna come play for Alabama, son?" Uh, he's like, "Well, I don't know. My coach went to Auburn." Yeah, sucks to be them. Pretty much is what he was like. <laughs> he's just like, "I'm Bear freaking Bryant, dude. What are you talking about?" Why? What in the? Why are you saying no right now? Yeah, yeah. What is so, wrong with you? So, uh, so Samwise Gamgee comes in and he <laughs> preaches a gospel message, and um, which, by the way, his name was Hank Irwin. Did you know that? Oh, is he related? Please tell me he's. Related. I. That's what I'm not sure, bro. Google that, please. So, uh, Hank Irwin. So I would not be surprised because Hank Irwin was very, very impacted by Explo 72 in Dallas, which we talked about a couple weeks ago or months ago or a couple shows ago during the Jesus Revolution, right? Uh, or the, the, sorry, the Jesus Music. The Jesus Music documentary. documentary that we did. Mm-hmm. So we talked about all that and he was very impacted by that. The Jesus movement, that whole thing, he was very impacted by that. And he shows up and he's just like, what this team needs is Jesus. And by the way, what the, what everybody needs is Jesus. So I get it, you know. Yeah. And, and the purpose of the movie is to to preach the gospel message multiple times, and but they never did really preach the gospel message. Can I just say that? Did we you didn't notice? Hear, yeah, we didn't hear the gospel message. We heard preaching a lot, but we didn't actually hear like a gospel message of mm-hmm. like you know, have you found out? Yeah. Is, mm-hmm. is he? they they are the children of former state senator Hank Irwin? Yes. 
for real. For, they are the sons. They are his sons. They did their dad's story? Yes, they did. But he, he only had to part like this big. He was only in the... He was the whole thing. I know, but he wasn't in the film that much. Sean Astin was only in, what, four scenes? No, he was in a lot. He was in a lot. He was was a small part. He was the magical white man in the movie. He was the magical white man, but he was not in the the film. He had nothing to do with football, really. He was... No, uh, he didn't have anything to do with football. But he was the chaplain. He was the chaplain, but he was the one that kind of, you know... So he was in the scene at the beginning with the coach... And then he was in the gym, the hospital scene, and then the gym scene, and then at the end. Now, you haven't asked no. yet. There was at least one Andre asleep. Oh. So maybe he was in more films in, or scenes in he, that time I fell asleep. He was also in more films, yes. Um, <laughs> you might a, know him a, from... He, uh, <laughs> from Stranger Things. Uh, you might know him is from... He Stranger Things? Yeah, he was um, Winona Wider's... <laughs> Leave it. Leave it. <laughs> Uh, there's things called Freudian slips for a reason. Is there anybody whiter than Winona Ryder? <laughs> there is. There is. That no- was not a Freudian slip. That was a, you couldn't get it out. I'm having trouble today. <laughs> Winona Ryder. <laughs> Winona. Oh my gosh, that was so great. I will. Okay, Winona Ryder. Uh, in Stranger Things, he was also oh he was Rudy. I mean he was Rudy, he was like yeah. the original football mm-hmm. movie, um, and uh, and then obviously he was Samwise. Yes. he's been lots of things. Uh, he was also what was his name Chip in Fifty First States. I don't think it was Chip, but I'm it, I feel like it was Chip. You remember that guy? I do with the mesh shirt. Yes, yeah, he yeah. was he was Drew Barrymore's <laughs> brother brother with a lift. Yes, fantastic. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, so that I did not realize that that was his, uh, that that was their, that that was their dad. So here, a couple of things. The Irwin brothers have made some really decent movies that we've yeah. talked about, right? I will say, from a production standpoint, from a visual standpoint, from a storytelling standpoint, this is a fine movie. Absolutely. Like, I, I like, I, if it's football season right now, right? It is. And so that's like, why I picked it. That's yeah, why. Naturally. And so, um, Doug. What's his name? Uh, Doug. States. Listen, Chip, Doug, same, same, same. Um, but they did American Underdog. So they've mm-hmm. done a good football movie that had some lightheartedness in it. Um, they did. Now I know why they did the Jesus music documentaries because their dad was really into it. Okay. That mm-hmm. makes sense now. Um, I still believe I can only imagine which we reviewed uh, Mom Night, Mom's Night Out, which also had Sean Astin in it. So this is what they do. They put it's a good movie. Absolutely. It's it's very good. It's, I'll say that like if you have a kid that's like, hey, I'd like to watch a football movie mm-hmm. and they're a little bit younger and you're like, yeah, I don't want them to watch, you know, The Longest Yard or something. You know what <laughs> right. I'm saying? Or Rudy. Or Rudy. Right, Rudy's There's got some, 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 some things. stuff. Yeah. Uh, this is a safe movie. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a feel good movie. Um, I, I, I'm not mad at it. No, it does have some heavy uh, like we said, it's got some heavy uh, scenes, some intense scenes yeah. uh, regard, you know, around the civil rights movement. And you, you're going to see some burning crosses. You're going to mm-hmm. see some windows broken, things like that. Yeah. I, <clears throat> and the, the hardest part of this is realizing that they also probably whitewashed it a little bit. Mm. I'm sorry. And not in a racial whitewash. I mean, like they probably actually... It was worse than that, but it's mm-hmm. a good introduction to, hey, things have always been bad. Yeah. I don't want to say that they 
used to be bad and they've gotten better. <clears throat> they were just a different kind of bad. Yeah. Um, less microaggression, more macroaggression, you know? Right. Uh, and so what was it like to be in out Birmingham, Alabama in the, ooh, wow. Yikers. So, um, so yeah, so I don't know. We don't have to go scene by scene, you yeah. know, the whole thing. Uh, the guy who played uh, Tony, what was his name? Uh, Caleb Castile. Yeah, I don't think that he was the necessarily a great actor. Also, why is everybody in high school also thirty four? Um, every football player was like full mustache, <laughs> like you know, like I mean. But you know 34. what? Back in the in the sixties and seventies, guys grew mustaches faster than they do these days. Really, you think it's the hormones in the milk? Is I that think what you it think? Must be. It's got to be because when I look at like that's what I blame. That's what I, that's your excuse. Um, when I look at pictures, like my, like my dad's uh, old high school pictures, yeah. I look at some of those guys and I think you don't look like you're in high school. You don't look 18. Yeah. You look at least 25. And by the way, um, prom season and graduation season a couple months ago, Julie was showing me pictures of like people who went to like a local high school prom and I'm like, What? Mm-hmm. really that's how we're that that that's what that's what high school kids look like now i yeah. don't get it I, I that i don't get yeah yeah um who else is in this movie uh, <laughs> no, sorry c thomas owl c thomas owl is in this movie mm-hmm. um he was uh he played shorty the most annoying coach also get saved just so so you know redemption and everything he does he was actually some of the comedic relief there at the end because yeah. he he did get saved and he's like and i changed like yeah. like i can prove to you i changed yeah like I, i'm i'm not a total douche can yeah. do anymore and he's like and I, you know i i'm i apologize and i can't remember what the response was because i i'll take it i'll take it <laughs> it wasn't a full-on i accept your apology it was okay yeah. that's fine We're, we'll just move on done i'll take it yeah um funny. so if you're wondering like hey he was c thomas howell just as a reminder he was pony boy in the outsiders i don't know if that helps anybody mm-hmm. but uh yeah he was tyler and et and you know he was in Red Dawn, the original, not the remake. So yeah, yeah. So, uh, so he was in it. Um, we talked about John Voight is in it. Nick Bishop. Nick Bishop played uh, Coach Gerald. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like the uh, poor man's Eric Taylor from Friday mm-hmm. Night Lights. You know, I mean, he definitely has that same feel. I think he did a good job. I really do. I think he he yeah, for, he for w- what he did. He was a little flat for me um, overall. Okay. Just. Like even when he was trying to show some emotion, yeah, I kept thinking. Even when he was trying to show some emotion, I kept thinking, it, "This would be believable, more believable with somebody else." Yeah, okay. you know. But I, as an actor, I like him. He's uh, he was on a show that I used to watch on CBS, CBS. <clears throat> called The Mentalist. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Was, was he really, the Mentalist? He was the Mentalist. Oh, there I'm, you go. I'm okay, sure. oh. I, I was I was wondering where he was. Hold on, let me double check that before we. No, 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 no. We're we're just going to go with that. And if you have, it's at uh, Andrea Giordana. Yes. Oh, maybe he wasn't. No, it was Simon Baker. That Sim- was Simon Baker. That was Simon Baker. But um, I was close. You're, you're, you're they do look very similar. They right? look very. He's also a poor man, Simon Baker. Yes, there you he go. Is. So, there you go. Sherry Shepard's in this movie. Um, there you go. Yeah. Well, let's let's do let's do Sherry Shepard. Okay. So um, overall, like I said, fine movie. Yeah. It is very heavy. There's lot, mm-hmm. lots of themes. It's a very long movie. It's, Guys, this movie's so freaking long. It was two, over two hours. Why? And like, it didn't need to be. No. It, they it, could have made it shorter. It, it really didn't. 
But I, I mean, they're trying to tell the story about how their their daddy saved an entire civilization and solved race, racial relations in America. <laughs> I hate this movie now. Now that I know that, I really don't like this. Well, so the this piece of trivia that I just read uh, said that Sean Astin's character, Hank, is actually a composite okay. of three people. Um, Wales Goble. Gable, uh, who is a former house builder who began reaching out to area high schools, Hank Irwin, uh, father to the co-creators, uh, Andrew and John Irwin, who was the team's chaplain for uh, for two years, and Mike Huckabee. I'm sorry, that Mike Huckabee? Mike Huckabee, whose I, experience at Explo 72 informed some of the dialogue. I, um, I hate this movie now. I, I thought I liked it. Um, yes, Mike Huckabee, he was former representative, representative, senator for Arkansas. Yeah, governor. He was governor. Governor, yeah. Yeah. I just have such a problem with that, considering Mike Huckabee has had some really racist and transphobic comments as a Christian, supposed to be leader and all this other stuff. And he's like, he's, yeah, like he's, he's, he's not, he's not. I guess we all screw up, but still. Well, oh, man. so it, it, it makes it just really hard to be like, this movie is all about how Jesus brings racial divides together and like solves problems. But one of the composite is a dude that is kind of, you know, he, he said some stuff. So, all right, cool, 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 cool. We can cut that out if you want to. No, I no, we got to talk about it. I mean, it's part of it, so that's fine. Well, I, w- I will say it sounds uh, like look at his... you giving grace and being like, yeah, do what you got to do. I love that. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate welcome. it. Um, I will say that it, it sounds like the portion, the composite that is Mike Huckabee, is really specifically linked to his experience at Explo seventy two. Yeah, okay. It's, I... it, it says that his experience there informed some of the dialogue um, where they were talking about that specifically with Billy Graham and what happened there and how that um, probably how that inspired people like Wales Gable and Hank Irwin yeah. and when they came back to Birmingham. Sure. So, okay. If that I, helps any. Yeah, no, it's good. Good, good, good. Okay. So, um, all right. So what'd you, what'd you think of the movie? Did it do all the tropes? Let's ask. Um, uh, did, is it based on a true story? Yes. Okay. Um, is are there pictures at the end of the movie with the actor next to the actual real life person? Yes. Okay. Is there a synopsis of where they are na- where they are now? Yes. Okay. Fantastic. So there's all based on the true mm-hmm. story movies. Um, is there a magical black man? Magical black football player. Yeah, it's we kind of when uh, I like. He's, I do like he's that. He's a senior in high school, so he's not man. I do like how part of the movie is. Uh, this is the story all about how Alabama got flipped upside down when they realized, well, black people are fast. <laughs> they can run real fast. Like, like they're good at football. <laughs> like, okay. Um, mm. Oh, geez. Um, okay. Is it? Um, do you hear at least one scripture being read out of a Bible? Yes. Do you hear at least one? Is there one scene in a church so that you can hear part of a sermon? Yes. All right. Does anybody get saved and give their heart to Jesus? Yes. And get baptized. <laughs> and got baptized. Let's take it one step further. He got baptized in that service as well. My goodness gracious. That okay. water was cold. I, well, it's Alabama. Summertime. Maybe not. Um, is it like, it's as like hot as it was in this room earlier. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Almost. Uh, 
Okay, what are our other like? Tro- oh, is it like? Is it is it poorly written? I don't think so. <laughs> no. no, is it a ridiculous plot? No, I mean it's kind of a, I, it's it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's, it's okay. It's it is. I mean, it's a Christian movie, a quote, quote unquote, unquote Christian movie um, with Christian themes. Or let me say it that way: it's a movie with Christian themes. It's made by Christians for Christians. But yes, yeah, yeah, um, but. Non-Christians could enjoy it if they enjoy football, if they enjoy um, some of that history of civil rights movement. Because there were several things that happened. Uh, One of my favorite scenes, actually, was when they went to the father-son banquet. Yeah. And um, Tony Nathan and the quarterback from their biggest rival um, won the award. Yeah. They both won. Right. And the governor, George Wallace, was there, and he wanted a picture with them. Yeah. But just a few years earlier, George Wallace had made the statement that Alabama schools will never integrate. Right. Not now, not tomorrow, not ever. And um, so when he asked for a picture with the two football players, Tony Nathan refused. Yeah. And it was kind of a big, not kind of, it was a a huge deal. deal. And um, he had the support of his father and in the support of his coach. Yeah. And it was it was a really so scenes like that. I think that people who are not looking for the Christian themes could still appreciate and kind of understand Alabama in this late 60s and early 70s. Yeah. And I mean, just I can't sometimes I can't even imagine because I lived in South Mississippi for in the 90s and early 2000s and. I can't imagine 30, it, it 40 being years worse. earlier. Yeah. <laughs> being any worse than that. Yeah. So I, I do think it's, it's a safe watch for your kids. It's yeah. going to talk about different things, but it's going to be overall re- relatively, uh, relatively safe. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it's okay to have a Christian film made by Christians for Christians, unless you're Kathy uh, and Doug Rose Noble, because uh, they left a review on Amazon. Said, I did not like this movie, nor did my husband. What we discussed is that it would be helpful if Christian movies could be so designated to avoid this kind of experience. We do not like to be proselytized, especially when we're paying for it. I don't know if it'd be possible to request a refund for this movie, question mark. <laughs> she whiz. They did not like the fact that it was a Christian movie. They did not. They did not do enough research. Um, and then this next review that I'm about to read is my problem with this movie, okay? okay? This is not a sports movie, but rather a very long advertisement for the religious meeting in D.C. in 2016. The religious theme was very heavy-handed and greatly overshadowed anything regarding race or sports or America's struggle with integration, a struggle that continues to this day and which obviously was not fixed by the conversion of these players. (sighs) I will tell you that after two hours and some odd minutes Mm -hmm. and then to see it's still going today, join us at blah, blah. I felt like Ralphie in a Christmas story Mm -hmm. sitting down, going through my my decoder ring and be sure to drink your Ovaltine. I was like, a crummy crummy commercial. commercial? Yeah. This thing's a crummy commercial. And at that point I was like, I'm out. 
So the reason that I don't like this movie is because it's not a movie. It's a very long commercial. Commercials should be 30 seconds. Don't <laughs> suck me in to two hours to give me a commercial for something that, by the way, happened six years ago. Yeah, they probably should have just taken that off. Just take it off. After that happens, just upload something different. What yeah. are we doing? Yeah, A black screen would be better than that. Come on. A crummy commercial? Mm-mm. Nope, that was my problem. Okay, I, it didn't bother me. It, okay, it didn't bother. You. Can I take? Can I read you another one? One star review from yeah. Amazon. Great. I have tried for over and over for the past thirty minutes to watch this movie and will not stop. Not quit skipping. <laughs> one star. Well, you know, you know. You I go. mean, at least we all have our problems. We all have our problems. <laughs> they got. They got a, the movie got a one star review because her DVD was scratched. So, you know what? That seems like a good reason yeah. to leave a one uh, one star review. Absolutely. Uh, so here's another review from IMDb. It is four out of ten stars. Okay. Hey, can I just say IMDb? Get your stuff together. Nobody does ten anything. No. It's always five. Five. So five should be the. This is two two star. Yeah, two star review. Okay, got it. Yes. Maths are hard. Maths are very hard. Go ahead. Uh, so it, the title is The Clash of the Unmemorable Titans. <laughs> and let me tell you what this movie did for me. Yeah. It reminded me that I need to watch Remember the Titans. And listen, if that's your takeaway from this, it's that the Irwin Brothers' daddy is uh, the best. And that Remember the Titans is a much better movie. <laughs> Remember the Titan ex- Titans exists and it is yeah. fantastic and has a young, young Ryan Gosling and... Really? Is Gossie in there? Yes, Ryan Gosling is in there. Ooh, Big Daddy Goss. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was young and he was adorable. Loved him. You know what else this movie had that, that? Remember the Titans had? I, mean, I made a note last night before I fell asleep um, in the middle of the movie to mention this. Yeah. Um, it had a child of the coach that had to become an assistant coach of the football team. Yeah. Just like Remember the Titans. Wow. Remember the Titans isn't about Woodlawn High School. Mm-mm. No, it's, it's no. Okay. I don't even know if Remember the Titans is about a real one. About a real one. I think it. They just took the. It's uh, they're based in Virginia. Oh, okay. T C Williams High School. Got it. All right. So let's ask the questions. Uh, would you? Uh, would you show this movie to your parents? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Do you think they'd enjoy it? I think so. I think Dad would enjoy the football and. Mom would enjoy the historical aspect, and yeah, I think they'd enjoy okay. it. Yeah, I don't know that I ever would. I think I'd probably show them Remember the Titans before I'd show them this one, but which they've seen. Yeah, uh, would you show this to your kids? Um, I would let them watch this. I don't know that I would show it to them, but yeah. if they're like, we want to watch a football movie, and I wouldn't be surprised if they do that because their school got a uh, their, their school their school it's their first year mm-hmm. there uh, to have a football program. Yes. It's a six man football program um we went to the uh, the scrimmage last week and then uh last night the they went to the um we're recording on saturday sorry you know time travel uh last night they went to their their first game mm-hmm. but I went to the the scrimmage and i'm sitting there next to this other guy and um i was like man i'm pretty sure that we just missed seven tackles and we only have six people on the field so i don't <laughs> understand uh you know, the start of any program is a challenge. So there's, they're not good. So they might want some good football. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they can just be introduced to Bear Bryant and Roll Tide, then great. Yeah. 
Cool, 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 cool. So I'd let them watch it, yeah. But uh, but okay. So there, there you go. From Dropping Sunday, uh, it's it, it's a heavy movie. It's yeah. well made. You're not going to be mad at yourself until you get to the very end and you realize it's a crummy commercial. Uh, but other than that, like it, it's good. It's a good way to to kill two hours. I feel like um, if you could turn the volume down just a little bit. It's also like not bright at any point. It's all kind of like muted 70s. And so it might be yeah. a good afternoon nap if you're not actually wanting to watch something. Right. Or if you want to put something on for your kids and then you just chill on the couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can scroll Facebook and ignore mm-hmm. your family. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's get into like the beach. Great idea. <laughs> oh, no, not the beach. Not the beach. Ah! New NFL overtime rule decides winner by refs playing eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Um, I don't know. There's new football rules. I don't. I don't understand. They're always trying to do stuff. I'm too busy to keep up with it anymore. Uh, you know. Somebody's like, "Are we going to do a fantasy football league this year?" I was like, "No, no. What? What? I do not have time to do fantasy no, it football. Takes, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of. It takes more time to do fantasy football than it does to play a game of football. Yeah. Yeah. If you do it right, and I always do it right because I always win. I'm the champ. But you know, I can't do it anymore. Obviously, no, don't have time. You, no, I'm the best. Not the best. You're not the best? I am the best. You are the best. Yeah, win every year. Yeah, I do a lot of research. I literally have, like, I, I, I look at, okay, if, if, you, if you're listening to this in the future and you want to use it or you have time before the season starts between now and next week or now and Thursday, um, whenever it's released, this will say, uh, I would look at the top predictors and then I would list all of their rankings give each of their rankings a value and then do averages to create my own rankings and then put together my best team based off of where I thought I would be in the snake order of the draft. And so like that, that's, that's like, I I was usually really, really good. And then every week I'd be looking at statistics and numbers and all the ups and downs and all that stuff, because I don't know if we've established this or not. I am a nerd. And you are an Enneagram three. Yeah. And if we're going to do it, I'm going to compete to win. Yes. yes. And if I can't compete to win, I'd rather just not even do it. Yeah. So I have a problem, guys. I have a problem. Oh, no, not the beast. Not the beast. What's your not for me? Uh, Okay. So my not for me this week is... um, uh, the truth is, I don't really know who to blame. I don't know who is my should be my not for me. But here's my issue. I did the new iOS update on my phone. Okay. Security. For, for security. Yep. And now I cannot get on Wi-Fi at my house. Um, For security. My Wi-Fi works. Yeah. Because I can watch TV, which I use a streaming device. Okay. But my phone... When I am connected to the Wi-Fi, it does not work. It will not connect. It won't connect on... Now, when I first noticed the issue, I could get on Facebook okay. over Wi-Fi. And I think I could get on Instagram. I could not get on Safari. I could not get on my uh, internet app, my Spectrum app. Okay. And I could not get on Words with Friends so, or TikTok. And you know the reason why for all of this? No. It's because uh, 10 days after we the, the release of this episode mm-hmm. is the next Apple event where they're going to sell you a new iPhone. So, Which I need a new iPhone anyway. Oh, see? Now you've just I've, convinced yourself to get no, one. No, I've needed one for a year because yeah. it won't hold a charge. And I can't, I can't talk on my phone except on speaker or on my AirPods. 
that's this doesn't work. Yeah, that's challenging. That's yeah, a that's a, a challenge. Yeah, that'd be so. Difficult. If you see me on my phone, I'm speaking on my phone. I'm usually it's on speaker unless I have my AirPods. In. You are one of those. I am. Yikers! I know. Okay. I don't like it, and I just haven't <sighs> taken the time to go get my phone. But I don't understand. Something happened with that that update, and yeah, it didn't. It. I, it, why doesn't it connect to Wi-Fi? And that's really annoying. Yeah, that's super annoying. Yeah, I'm so sorry about that. So that's not for me. Yeah, I I, I completely understand. So I guess I'll get a new phone this week and see if that works. This week? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see what they, we'll see what they release yeah. here. If it's uh, well, I'm not going to get the brand new one anyway. What when, if it? What if it's life changing? When is it? I don't even know. Uh, September seventh. I've waited a year already. Right. <laughs> right. Seth, so you're not for me. Let's move on from me. So I'm going to stay on your same theme here about not for me. My not for me is when someone is on speakerphone, but they don't tell you that you're on speakerphone. Does that make sense? So like, mm-hmm. okay. So like if you call me mm-hmm. and I'm in the car and you're on speakerphone for everyone, I say, Hey, this is Seth. You're on speakerphone. My kids are in the car. And I say that. So that everyone knows, please don't use those swear words. Please don't, please don't use swears when you're talking to me. Yeah. Um, or I'll be like, hey, you're on speakerphone because, especially like if it's a, if it's a, um, like an employee or something like that, and they want to talk about something, please don't you like tell me HIPAA things. You're on speaker, right? right? Like, I mean, let, let's not get in trouble over this. But whenever I'm talking to someone and I hear them flip over to speaker, please tell me, hey, I'm putting you on speaker and nobody's around mm-hmm. so that I know, okay, we're still safe to talk and you're not just putting me on speaker so that someone else can hear what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, just be, like, you got to have some courtesy about speakerphone. You have a difficult situation in the fact that it's the only way that you can talk to somebody unless you mm-hmm. have your AirPods. That's a challenge. Uh, but if you're just walking around like in the grocery store mm-hmm. and you have uh, your phone like stuck halfway into your bra and everything's on speaker and you're just kind of walking around and like rocking and rolling. Yeah, don't no, Don't yeah. do that. No speakerphone. Speakerphone etiquette, I think, is yes. what my, what my not for me is. I uh, just so everyone is clear, if you do call me yeah. and you're on speakerphone, um, if if I have my AirPods, I quickly get them out and to talk. People don't call me a whole lot. Let's be honest. I don't talk on the phone. I mean, it's 2022 and yeah, text me. Text it better me. be a freaking emergency. Yeah. Um, but if I, if I don't have my AirPods or I don't have them handy and I answer, I will, uh, I put it up where only I can hear it. Oh, okay. So it's not like I've got it turned up and I'm like just waving my phone yeah, around yeah, yeah. talking. I've got it up close to my ear so it's not out for everyone. Well, hear. thank you for that. You're welcome. That's a show. <laughs> but listen, our thoughts and opinions don't have to be the final word, dear listener. We'd like to hear your thoughts and opinions about any of the things that we talked about today. Andrea, how would someone do that? You can reach out to us on social media. We are at Dropping Sunday on all the things. Yeah. And every, remember, every time you leave us a comment on like Apple Podcast or any of like, you know, Spotify, any of those things, we give money to a, uh, a nonprofit, like a charity of some sort. Yes. Um, it's been a minute because you guys have stopped engaging, which we appreciate. But you guys are sharing the show because we see that we find new. We see that new listeners are downloading back episodes. Also, if this is your first episode, realize that we've figured some stuff out. Obviously not a lot, but like 140 some odd episodes in, you probably can like skip the like the first hundred or 40. Like like you just, you know, like episode zero. Don't go there. No, don't do that. Don't start with that one. No, no, no. Like, you know, 
Yeah, but we do uh, we do give. And thank you for uh, sharing the show and growing the show. Please grow the show. Help grow the show. Uh, tell a friend or family member or... I don't know, co-worker about the show. Yeah. If they're asking about podcasts to listen to, say, hey, I've got one. It's a silly, it's silly friends talking about uh, semi-reverent looks at Christian pop culture. That's yeah. what they do. And Emphasis when you, on the silly. Silly. That's what we do. That's what we do. Uh, and then just subscribe them on their phone for next week because we're going to be back next week. Yeah. Until then. Until then. This is Seth. This is Andrea. And this is Dropping Sunday. was a disaster it was really bad <laughs> um i mean i i know that we said hey let's put some stuff in at the end i don't know that we should um if, if there's still like five minutes left uh on your timer for yeah. this show then just keep listening because we might have shared some stuff for you i don't know it's a bunch of manure, manure. <laughs> speaking of <laughs> you cannot what in the actual I don't know what just happened here I, I, I'll, I'll tell you <laughs> you later. tried to segue and it did not work no, I it knew did the, not land I knew right the, I knew the segue was I, listen sometimes you see the approach and you get excited because you're like this is amazing and my brain put together <laughs> The worst things. The absolute worst and things. And I saw it. And I saw it. I was like, that won't work. No. That, don't say that. I'm going to say it anyway. Oh, you already said it? <laughs> cool. I don't even, I don't associate with you anymore. Now. Oh, okay. <laughs> My eyes just, I could feel them just getting wider. <laughs> like, as you were, is he going where I, he's, he is going. He's there. He's already arrived. Got it. Oh, man. Got it. Um, okay, hold on. So, um, this has been the worst. This is really the worst ex- a- a- outro we've ever done. It really is. It's, it's terrible. Terrible. It's, it's like very, um, it's, it's very passy aggressive. It's very passy aggressive. <laughs> it's like it's like dog manure. It's weird because it's like usually dog you think poop, not manure. And then why would you say it different? <laughs> like. Like that's how we dog manure. <laughs> At first, I was like, "What's manure?" It took me a second to realize. So the oh caffeine finally kicked in, and that's what my freaking brain comes up with: is dog manure. <laughs> really, dog manure? Yeah, you know, that's what my brain came up with. Let's just go with it. Just go with it. That's a show. No take backs. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. Ovaltine? A crummy commercial? Mm-hmm.